Father, we ask the Lord, you will teach your word to your people. You will fill their hearts with your love. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Media, Miro, that was amazing. We're blessed by what you played. Thank you so much. How many of you were blessed? I was. I was. I was. I was. Today, I just, I'm not here to teach today, but then I'm here to do something simple. Then I'll give us this opportunity to talk. Amen. How mm-hmm. I want to I want to give this today I want to give today a new tone for what today's service is going to be like. So I'll give you opportunity to talk. Yeah? Amen. Amen. Why is everybody putting that face on me? Don't worry. Mm-hmm. We'll talk. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Now one one thing that we would do today is you would ask by God's grace, whatever it is in your heart that you just need to talk about. Yeah? Yes. You need to know what it means. Basically, as regarding your life, and you want to talk about it, and clearly have a direction within it. Amen. Amen. If I would tag this, I'll target more of a wisdom service, then we pray. Amen. Amen. But then, just bow down your heads as we lift up our voices to God. Oh God, today, you will show me, you will teach me, and you will lead me. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. You see, one thing that, one thing that is the problem of the church is not the lack of knowledge. Are we aware that the church is not lacking knowledge? That's not what the church is, not, is lacking. The church is not as it were void of information. Amen. Amen. The world is void of knowledge. Amen. Amen. So when you're void of knowledge, you're void. It's the world that doesn't know the law of God. It's the world that doesn't understand the love of God, that doesn't know the love of God, but it's the church that lacks the understanding of the love of God. Because when we say the love of God, the love of God is plain. That I'll say, I love God. God loves me. He loves me. He takes care of me. You see all that thing? We can talk about it, right? Ah, love of God. God is loving. God is love. We talk about it. We know it. But you can meet the world and the world will tell you we don't know what it means. Do you understand? We don't know what it means. We, we don't even know what is love. What is love of God? We know that we can relate to one another. Yes, we call that love. But we don't understand. We don't know what it is to love that God loved the world. So it's, it's it, I was told a Fulani man was told that, uh, do you know that Jesus died on the cross for you? He was beaten and received all that. Do you know that he died for you? Then the Fulani man looked at the person who was telling him. He said, 
So Jesus died for me. It's his business. So, you know, the reason is because he doesn't know the love. It's not something you can comprehend. Why would somebody die for me? Right? It's, it's really far away from the world's head, the love of God. But you see, the church knows the love of God. The church can talk about the love of God. But the church lacks the understanding of the, word, of the love of God. The difference between knowing the, word, the love of God and understanding the love of God is this. That I have... I have money left to me, right? And this money is to heal me, right? But then, because I was looking at it, ah, I want to use this as human being attended to God so that you would understand. This money was to cure me. I had 10,000 naira and I needed to go to the hospital. That was the bill to cure me, right? Then, I knew that it's possible that if I give this money in church, to be used to be built to get more chairs in church. Yeah? And I'm sick. Somehow, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sure that if I give the money in the church, I'll be healed. But finally, I resolved in my heart that I care more that the kingdom of God will advance. When I give this money, because it needed to advance. So I took my 10,000 naira and I gave it to the church. And they bought the chairs. And I'm falling back and I'm sick at home. Yeah? Mm. Are we here? Mm. And then Minister Chooks was beside me, who came into church. And that day he had so much money, he had some million in his account. So Minister Chooks came and brought him his one million and dropped it before the altar. Amen. Amen. When he dropped it before the altar, everybody in the church, it was, ah, we need chairs in the church. So everybody in the church looked at Mr. Chooks and said, ah, thank you so much for this one million. We can buy all our chairs. Everybody celebrated Mr. Chooks. But I was sidelined by even the pastor who was in church that I gave my 10,000 naira to. Does he know that I gave 10,000 naira? Does the pastor know that I gave 10,000 naira when they were calling everybody to come and give? And I brought my own 10,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Does he know that Minister Chooks gave his own 1 million? So everybody in church could see everybody coming out to give. Huh? Did they all see it? Because they came to the front to come out with their pledges. Right? So everybody actually saw it. But did everybody understand? No. But everybody knew it. Everybody just said, ah, Mr. Chooks gave, uh, Mr. Chooks gave one million today in church. 
Then that uh, that other minister gave ten thousand pounds. You see that there are two people who gave things, but we lack the understanding. So we will praise who we would praise. That's the church, the case of the church. It's not that we do not know that Jesus paid a good price. But we really lack the understanding of the price he paid. The fact that we all understand that Jesus died on the cross for your sake. We know Oh, Jesus died on the cross. Sometimes we talk about it to our neighbor. Ah, oh, Jesus died on the cross. But we as believers lack the understanding of the weight of what was happening in heaven that day. I would always say this, that that day was the day that God gave out his power. If the word of God was the reason why God created Right? He said, let there be and this happened. Let there be and that what went on. Let there be and all these things came to be. It was his power to create. And when, the, when scripture was introducing God, the first introduction scripture gave God, the word God there in, in the beginning, God created. The first word there was Elohim. If that was the introduction of God, was the, you know, you know that the first impression matters a lot? that it portrays how I will look at you as long as I'm looking at you. So if the first impression that's by, that God would want to give of himself was first of all Elohim and he would give his introduction as creator, it meant that it is as powerful <coughs> as having to describe him. Are we here? So imagine that day Jesus being the word of God as John explained, right? He said, he said in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So the power of the word of, the word of God that brought about creation, he said nothing was made without him. So it meant that the power of God to create was right within the word of God. So the word of God was his power for creation. And his powerful creation is what distinguishes him from every other. Because as far as man and everything that is existing, we understand that nothing can be created. Because we have to mix one thing or the other to bring out something. So imagine that somebody who doesn't have anything created the whole world. Then that day, scripture said, that word of God, right? Who was the creative power of God? Was given that day. Look at it. This is my authority. If today I decide that I want everything to protect me, I can create anything to protect me. If I have the power. Are we here? Yes, sir. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting here, I'll wake up and say, everything 
that needs to protect me as Jerry. I will clean them. Soldiers, these, that protection. All. So everything that was created was created by the word of God. So if God needed defense, he needed his word to create the defense. Yeah. Are we he needed his word to create his defense. He needed his word to create his, his personality. It means that the day God was deciding to give his only begotten son was not just a song he was giving, but he was giving his power of creation. Because the word of God is the song. Right? As John explained. So if God was giving out his son that day, he was giving out his creative power. So he was losing his first title of God. His first title as us as creator, losing it because he had given away his word. Let him be killed. Or let him be killed. So imagine what, what was happening that day in heaven. That Satan was existing. Every other evil spirit was existing. And Satan tried all he could within the, the confines of God that he would dethrone God and pick up his own stars and make it above the stars of God. It was just that moment when God was giving away what made him God. And saying, okay, today... And vulnerable completely. So it wasn't that God was crying just because his son was dying. No, he was he was seeing that his whole being was going down. If he had an integrity of creator, he's no longer creator. So within the moment when Jesus was dying, God was loose, was was being derobed. Within that moment, God was being derobed of everything that made him God. Imagine that moment. And Satan, imagine if Satan had that good opportunity. See, look at it carefully. That as he derobed himself of everything, he became like you. Vulnerable, just like you. Can be met, can be destroyed, can be hit, can be hurt. So it was God losing everything. Not just, we counted that, ah, Jesus just died for me. But really, it wasn't just that Jesus was dying for him. It was that God was losing his complete self. Like saying, Buhari decides to give away his presidential seat. I sit down. Just saying, okay, stop. He, he didn't just leave his soldiers, he gave away the presidential seat. So there was nobody to protect him. As far as his president, the police are there to protect him, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah? As far as his president, police are always there to protect him. Imagine he removes it. Leaves that whole thing, denounces it, then walks on the street with all that people have been looking for a means to catch him. 
Then he walks right here. We are Christians, right? <laughs> and he walks right into those villages where people were killed. Their parents were killed. Those things happened, and he walks right there as vulnerable as he could be. Now, was it a by force something? Did anybody need to contest it? Everybody wanted to contest him if he was still God. Mm. But himself decided to lose it that he would gain you. You see, we lack the understanding of what it means because we have lacked the understanding of what it means to sacrifice. Love can never exist without sacrifice. So as much as you have ever sacrificed and experienced pain for your sacrifice, you will daily realize how much it means what God sacrificed. Like the moment when you carried your last 15 error and you gave up and you walked back home instead of and you sat down so angry or you gave out your best of all things and you, you expected in the sense that every time we sow we reap, you stay two more years after you have given it and you have not seen that thing to our So you are so angry with it because what God is doing the most within those seasons is making you understand. Have you so our pain will always just make us understand. Are we here? So we say, I've done this, I've done this, I've gone through this, I've, I did this, all for the sake of the gospel. I did that somehow. I did that for that person. Some, some people, some of us, will just remember some people that we did certain things for. Say, that person, do you know what I did? I gave out that thing. You, you gave somebody school fees, complete school fees, helped the person, the person graduated. The next thing the person did was that the person turned back against you, started insulting you. You helped other people. You saw that they were in need. You took out so much and you gave them. You suffered because you gave them. But when they arrived where they wanted getting into, they had turned back and looked at you as the next that was around their lives. A lady, a lady when her father was, ex her father every time went to school, she was in covenant, I was told about the story. A friend of mine was giving me the story. She said, she said that it was her classmate. Her father gave, her father was working, I think he was doing uh, one of those hand jobs, but was in, whatever he aimed was sending, the, I think about 400,000 that year, for her school fees. Every year, struggling. I think he was doing welding or something. Struggling as bad as he could just to ensure that the lady was receiving her school fees and everything. And so, that, that didn't even allow him to buy clothes for himself. So one of those days, 
He entered that school with his slippers and his jumper with a different trouser from the jumper. I just came in and brought with Ghana must go, not Ghana must go, uh, back back. Brought milk, brought sugar, brought some things, biscuits, and just a little provision. After like two years, he has not come to come and see his daughter. And he has not been able to see her. So he said, Toh, let me bring this uh, Ghana must go to school to see my daughter. By the time he entered the school, he met a girl. He asked some students, please, do you know this girl? Please help me call her. They went ahead and called her, told her, your father is outside, he's looking for you. He said, my father. He said, my father, my father cannot come and see me today or now. I don't think my father. He said, okay. Uh, then she now went out. She got to see him. Then she saw him from afar. She said, ah, uncle, why are you coming like this? Why would you come this way? Why didn't you just allow somebody to come and bring this thing? Why didn't you just send somebody? Must you just come and see what you have? See what you have? See how you're bringing this thing? It's just left. And you see, the atmosphere of the whole thing was that she had not realized was for her sake he was looking that way. 400,000 a year, he would have gotten good cartons that he would have been wearing and looking very good. Day after day, our love for God is, being, is learning and understanding his love for us. Scripture said, he said that we, we did not first love him. He said, it is he first loved us. That is why now we're having reason to so we are understanding the pain of his love every day. We, we are understanding the pain of his love by the pain we go through for the sake of love. Now let me say this. That some of us have gotten heartbreaks in relationships and we have gotten all of these things and it's cool. Right? And you know, some people are like, what's that? Are you serious? <laughs> it's not cool, right? Really? Now, you see, that's the same process God allows you to go through. Some of these processes, they just take you through the system of your life towards God. But you see, every time we look at it, we look at it more that we are experiencing more pain. But it's actually supposed to do one thing within you. To actually prick your heart that you might also view it with you concerning you and God. How has it been with you towards God? You experience that, that delay, that pain. You are shouting. I could imagine the longest night God ever experienced. That he was looking, not that he didn't have the power at first to do whatever he wanted to do, but he was looking how he was going down the drain completely. I, I want to say that we lost God. The universe lost its creator that day. And that moment, he was looking at how his large company was going down the drain. 
have ever had a company, I have ever paid the price to build one. If you have ever, ever paid money to do something and you see how people, how it's going down the drain completely, you're looking at it and it's going down the drain. You're looking at it. Oh, I've stayed. Do you know how I fasted to build all this capacity within me? My anointing, the anointing I built over time, you're looking at it like it's falling down the drain. Losing everything in the bid that you will gain some people that you will still give them the choice. <laughs> Love me. You see that? It wasn't so every day after the process, God lies in hope. I'll give you. It's not that I'm, I'm too sure that you... No, 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 I'm not too sure. I am not too sure that the world will come back completely to me. But then what I'm too sure is that I'm going to give out me completely with the hope that somebody will come to that understanding. Whether he does it or not, I'm still looking and I'm hoping. So at the end of the day, you are, you are giving and you are expecting immediately and you don't receive. It's the same perspective of God giving even to that person who he knows. that There are some people God knows that probably at the end of the day they will still not do it. You know? So what's the essence, since I know that at the end of the day you will still, why should I still do anything for you? But you see, God lies in that love, system, in that love realm, that he decides, even if your side of the business is not fulfilled, my side of that business must be fulfilled. So God will say this, I will make a deal with Abraham. And now I have the chance to swear with somebody's name that is higher than me. I don't have anybody. There's, I checked round and round. There was nobody higher than me. So I need to swear by something higher than me. The only thing I found higher than me to swear by is me. So I swear by me. To say that as long as this thing is, I swear by me. That I will keep my own side of the covenant. We would wonder and wonder why the world is in what it is going or why we're experiencing what we're experiencing. It first of all brought about that building of your character, so it started giving you a sense of faith. Then it comes to a season where you would lose it completely and as if you would never get it. So it's the season where your hope will lie. Then finally he comes to today and says, at the end of the day, do you love me? 
So you will not understand it until the day you start entering the realm of love. The realm of love will say that. Will say that I have fainted about it. It came to be. I have fainted about it. It refused to come to be. That season of hope. I have stayed in it. And after it refused to come to be, I have now finally come into this state. That I care less whether it comes to be or it doesn't come to be. But as long as my own side for you and for how I deem you, I decide that my part of this deal becomes complete. Whether I receive the, I receive the reward of it or I do not receive the reward of it. Sacrifice is important that you would gain something at the end of it. But love, the realm of love says that I gain or I lose, I gain. As far as I'm giving it to you. So look at it. Every time our journey in God is to bringing us to that perfection, that we care less what we become as a result of what we have done. So whether our becoming comes in today, or it never comes in. I decide to love God. So my friend will ask this question. He said, if tomorrow I was told that heaven and hell were destroyed and they are no longer existing, please, how would my lifestyle be? <laughs> So reward and punishment was completely taken off. Please, how my relationship be? Somebody says, ah, no. There's no hell. <laughs> There's no hell lying right now. Let me run my street. <laughs> I left that cigar because I saw hellfire. It was a process in your journey. <coughs> hey! And no one died for hellfire. Baby. So when we hear the message today and the, the message of hellfire was preached, all of us are silent. One day, so one of the days I should teach about the mystery of hell and the mystery of So when you discover it, you will now discover that ah, there's a place I don't want to ever be in. There's a place I ever would love to be in. Then after you have discovered it, then I now ask you this question. If they are not there, how would your life be? If there's no hellfire where you would, you would be in national teeth, Forever and ever. Please look at the people that you have, you have planned. You have planned that you just kill. Some of us will never kill. Have you? Yeah, no, I, no, it wasn't empire that no allow me kill. Some boys, excuse me. Look at the number of ladies you would have slept with all through your life. So, <laughs> 
no, 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 Look at the number of weed that you would have consumed every moment. You see that? If we come to the perfection of our lives, is the system where we, is the realm where we enter that we care less what the end will be like. But as long as my relationship with you, you will be pleased by me and my love for you will never go cold. I don't care whether you give me money or you don't give me money. I don't care whether I become popular or I don't become popular. I don't care whether I grow so mighty or I don't grow so mighty. But as long as I would keep on my own side of the bargain, just because of how much I have realized and understood how much you have shown me love, even regardless of who I have been, but I want to do the same to you. That's it. Is that... Is a journey in, in it's a journey of your faith. That's the end of it. That scripture will talk about. He said that you should be perfected in love. You know why? You know that at the end of the day, if I'm still hoping that there's something that I will gain, I could still keep up. You know? You know? You know, that if I was still hoping that there's something I could gain, I would still keep up. At the end of the day, I don't know how anything to gain. But that he will gain it all. What is cool to me? What is money to me? What is all that life has to offer to me? What is even what all the spiritual beings can offer to me? What if all the things that heaven can decide to give unto me? What if all of these things, I don't even gain them, but I just want to give up my own side back to you. And so all I have to give, I give to you. I'm not giving it because I'm expecting something in return from God, but I'm giving it because I decide that I have understood what he has done for me. And I see that I cannot pay it all. So I pay with everything I am, and I'm still not satisfied that I've paid it. I will say this, that my blood is insignificant even if I pour it into the ocean. That's the same way. My love for you and everything I have to offer is insignificant as I'm pouring it onto you. So please, can you just find me worthy at least a bit because I pour all the cup that is all left on me into you. That's love. So Jesus will say this. Hmm. I died for your sake, right? I went through all this for your sake. Then you will look at the man and you say, as Christ loved the church, you love your wife. Like, I don't understand. Is it possible?
people that talk of me for eating will gain nothing actually. Do you know every time we give, we do it with the sense that we desire something back in return. Are you aware? That every time we give, we do it because we want to gain something in return. Every time. Permit me to say every moment you give. Now, when you gain the poor man on the street, you gave him not because you were expecting that the poor man would give you back, right? Right? It wasn't the poor man. But you gave in order that actually God will recommend it. That I did something nice to somebody. That even heaven will see me and say, ah, you did something. Then secondly, you gave it to the person. When you were giving it, you were expecting that God, somehow, I don't know when I'll be in a situation like this. God can send somebody to be of help to me. Every time we gave, I'm not ruling that you were wrong by doing it. Permit me to say that. You were not wrong. It is the natural view of you towards every human being and every act you do. But love says this. The word agapao says this. says that I do it unconditionally. Whether it accrues to me or it doesn't. Whether it changes my level or status or it doesn't. You see, it's very difficult to give at that state. Right? But that's the state of love. So God was doing it all for that state. It was in his realm and it was his position. And today I just need you to bow your heads and tell God today. I know I've not attained that level. My service, even in the house of God, somehow I see that there's a reward somewhere. But now I want to say, even if your reward is there or not, can you teach me to love like the way you love? Can you teach me to love, not expecting one thing, even from you, but let me, just help me realize and understand what you did for my sake. So that I don't care about what you do for my sake again, but what you did for my sake is enough. Somehow, it is in that revelation that you get perfected. Understanding his own state of being. Understanding every moment of his love. Let me tell you, it's a process in your life. Permit me to say that sometimes God will allow some ingrates to pass your life. They would be the ones that will make you, they would make your family so annoyed about what they did. But God is there, quiet. You are complained about it. They are ingrates, but God is saying, okay, it's not my process. Say these people have this one, that one, you can never change.
Teach me to love like you. That when I give you back service, even if I receive everything in return or not, So that day you would wake up and you would fast. And after your fasting, fasting for year, for, for days, and then you were expecting a move of God and you don't see the move, you still look back and tell God, God, I love you. As it were, it wasn't all because I needed your move that I did the fasting. But it was because I loved you, that's why I did it. You paid a mighty price for the sake of the kingdom. That at least you would see something happen in your life. But at the long run, even if it doesn't come, I love you more than you can. Then Jesus will turn and look at Peter and you'll say, Peter, do you love me more than this? Do you love me more than the things I offer unto you? you? You have gotten the food, you have eaten, you have gotten the miracles, you have seen it, you have gotten the signs and the wonders it has been given. Do you love me more than this? You have gotten the money, do you love me more than this thing? You became the top in your class all because of him. Do you love me more than this? Imagine God healed you of the, the biggest disease ever. He's still asking, do you love me more than this?
It's not enough that I know he loves me, but it's enough to understand what it went, what it took him to 
to love me. You see, this, this experience cannot be taught. This experience cannot be explained. This experience must be experienced. So Paul will say, I died with Christ. Meaning I understood what it meant for you to die for me. I have come to the understanding of what it takes that you love me. I have come to that understanding. It's not a story. Nobody needs to tell me. You see, we can read it, but we know it. We can preach it, yet it will be known. But when you have the experience, it becomes a, an understanding. It, it, is, it is something that your flesh has been able to experience. It's beyond just an emotional moment with God, but it is really having that experience with Him. So you cannot explain why you're saying thank you, Jesus. You're in pain, but you're saying thank you, Jesus, because you have come to experience that His pain is more than your pain. So His pain becomes, ah! Guy, I don't even notice what the pain of the world is like. Because his pain, the world cannot bear it. No man can bear it. But I've tasted of it. I've tasted a bit of it, of his bitterness. I've tasted of his bitter water. I have tasted of his cross. I have drank that cup, that bitter cup, and I have tasted of it. He said to them, he said, Will you, are you able to drink my cup? It will, uh, it will not allow you to know what, the, what men are doing unto you. When, when they do it, you would realize that his pain is greater. And so his pain has become your shield to understanding that there is no more pain in the world. Neither is there gain in the world. Father, give me the encounter, give me the experience of true love. Just pray that prayer. Just tell God, I need that true experience. I need that experience. When you experience, when you have that, that experience, sometimes when sin knocks at your door, you would realize how painful it is not to do it. When giving up wants to come to your door, you would know how to do it. Tell God, I need an experience of you. Your love is... Your love is that you will give us understanding of what it means to love. I know I cannot teach this. You can only give men your experience. And Lord, give them your experience that it will fade out every other physical experience that we have ever had. 
and they will love you genuinely from their heart.
you would forget why you should boast. You would forget why you should boast about what God has given you. You will discover that it is not about what you have done in any way that has given you, that has given you that love. But all the process was just that you will be matured enough so that you can receive it. When your eyes upon the love of God, somehow you would not look down to see who you want to look down on. You will know that all of us are products of this grace and this mercy. All of us are a product of just His mercy, His grace. That even though I fasted 100 days, I know it was a truth of grace and mercy that gave me that opportunity. And even the power I wield today, it was His grace and mercy that showed it. Even the fact that I'm a leader or I'm leading a flock, it doesn't make it different. It was just His grace and His mercy that showed it. And it was because He loved me, not because I did so much. Because all I offered, my whole cup was a cup in the oceans and oceans. So I don't see anybody too small to honor. And I don't see anybody too big to show respect. Men become, when, when, people dis, when people decide to look down on me, I don't see anything. But I count it that it was his grace and his mercy. That this looking down would have been too much. Would have been better than this. I would have been dead. Long gone. It was because I'm still alive and I looking down. He becomes the largest thing in my life.
asked me, especially when you're, you're confused about this thing, is Valentine actually gospel? Is it, is it right for believers to celebrate Valentine? Please, ask, ask, ask. I'm, I'm giving just five minutes for the question so that I can answer this. Nobody has a question, right? The love of God has answered it. I didn't feel like asking ask you guys to ask me the question, but I said since I read it, tell me how. So that let me know the that. Sonia, Sonia, I wanted to ask you. Are you asking? Yes. Things that happened before Valentine was that 
as that um, there was the Pope who came up. After a while, there was an apostle or a man of God who was preaching the gospel, a bishop rather, who was preaching the gospel for Valentine. Yeah? He did something, went ahead, while he was preaching the gospel, he was preaching love to the people, ensuring, even preaching that soldiers get married when they were saying that soldiers should not get married and all that. And they get married, right? So he was the one who was joining marriages, he was the one who was doing a lot with that. And in that same scenario, a lot of people look at him and say, ah, this Valentine man, the Roman Empire, then decided to say, okay, we're going to arrest this man for what he's doing. And while he was there, the daughters, the empire that the, the emperor had then, what was blind. So he prayed for her, and she came back, and she could see. Yeah? So he went, when he was jailed, he was in prison for a while, but he was still sending letters. Writing letters to So after a while, then the, the Pope decided to bring him that and say, why not we find a time to celebrate such a mighty saint, one who has stayed with this record, stayed to continue preaching this gospel of Christ, even when he was in prison, even when this was going on. So that's how the Valentine's Day began. Yeah? So after a while, people started, started picking it, Europe started picking it and picked it and made a day where people just come to share love one for another. Yeah? But he died as an entire And it was a process in the Catholic Church before you become a saint, you have to die. Then after you die, then there are certain things that will come out from you that will qualify you to become a saint. You guys don't know about how you right? <laughs> this explains ah, this is not the time for message. This explains why Katrin said yes. <laughs> this this explains why before you're called a saint in Christ Jesus, there's a need for death for you. Right? Mm. Now there's before you become a saint in the Catholic Church, one of the things that you would have to do is die. And then after a while, there are certain criteria, certain things that will portray on your body. Some people's body doesn't, doesn't seem to decay. Certain key things doesn't seem to decay in your body. And then you can trace some of these things, be noticed, and after a while, you can install the person as a saint. Yeah? So all those cultures. So same for that. Now, I'm not among the people who would say don't or celebrate it. But one thing I want to say is if anything you would do would not give glory to God, it's not worth celebrating. Mm. <coughs> Whatever it is, be it a celebration, be it a meeting, be it whatever, if spirit family will not give glory to God, please let it be scrapped. 
if my life will not give glory to God, please, God, before it reaches there, just take me off. Whatever will not give glory to God at any system or any time in your life, it marks a sign that it shouldn't be celebrated. Yeah? So if your Valentine's Day would not give glory to God, please don't celebrate it. If whatever made you want to celebrate Valentine is not giving God glory, let it be God. There's, there's no need for Valentine. Are you here? Are you here? So happy Valentine to those who found time with God today. Was a love day to God. How many of you enjoyed the love day to God today? I was very few people did. Valentine's Eve to God. Mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's Eve. Then while you're doing that, just come to somebody and say, 